dear Uncle Sam, I am a Nigerian man born into American soil. And maybe because we are related by blood, that's why I prefer hip-hop and go-go over dancing to Niger bands, jeans over lace, rap bars over dad's farm, agnostics over Christianity, good music over God music, and ebonics over pigeon. Listen, I was raised in your society while told to live for another. Imagine the repercussions of grabbing a bird, but throwing that bird into the water, but still expecting him to fly. So please do not blame me for developing gills instead of wings because I'm just adapting to my environment a long time ago. I asked my father and mother, why do all of my relatives know how to speak my native language of Idoma? And I don't. It was then that she informed me of the dire decision you forced her to make in which they agreed to teach me and my siblings English first in order to excel in class and academics and then our native language, but the then never came to pass. I suppose maybe that's why my knowledge of Othello comes at expense of my ignorance towards Okonkwo. Now the only thing we have in common are the two worlds that we live in. So you can best believe that both of these things are falling apart. And if you read Ochebe's book, you would understand the African pun. If not, I guess you just don't understand my people. Matter of fact, scratch that. Just call them Africans like you always do because you gave me no right to claim them anymore. See, Uncle Sam, my family has been filled with Africans speaking in American accents for generations, but you made me the only one vice versa. My mom always told me, Josh, find a girl with good African roots. I tell her, okay, mom, as long as her hair has no African roots. She says, hold on, son, what are you saying? Because last time I checked, you were African too. But now, mom, see, you keep on dodging the truth because in all honesty, you, dad, and Uncle Sam never even asked me to choose. The truth of the matter is, Mom, I was African in the placenta, but the moment that you began crowning at the top of my head meant incoming American heir rather than the crown of an African prince. I was born a U.S. citizen. See, Uncle Sam, you always tell me there is a time and place for everything, but you made my mother birth me in between both. You always tell me that if I cannot beat them, join them, but what happens if neither is an option anymore, Uncle Sam? How dare you give me A's in class and academics when I begin to fail immediately when I cross overseas? Because see, what you told me was that knowledge is universal. But see, now, now I realize I know all of the words except for the ones that truly matter, such as las palabras para mí no son significantes, lest I give a twist and turn like the ones I just gave in Espanol, bravo. Don't you all see the sorrow? How I can use Spanish to spit some shady Jay-Z puns that when it's all said and done, I don't even know my own native tongue. And if I can't speak myself, I can't think myself. And if I can't think myself, I can't be myself. But if I can't be myself, I will never know me. So Uncle Sam, tell me this. If I will never know me, how can you? Thank you. What's up, everybody? What's up? Is the Griot. The Griot, I'm your co-host, Evra. And this is Elon. We're back with episode 10 of I'll let season you say one. <laughs> season one, season one, season one, man. It's yeah. A great journey. First 10 episodes. Um, really grateful for everybody that's been listening. And uh, yeah, man, um, we have a lot of exciting things ahead of us as well. 
that we can't wait to share with you guys. Um, and yeah, yep. how's it going? Thanks to, thanks to those who stuck with us all the way, you know, and uh, definitely, I know we haven't, we didn't, I don't think we announced it, but yeah, this is uh, the season finale, I guess, yep. for season one. Don't worry, we will be back. We'll be back, of course, with season two and even yeah. better content. Better content, better bigger production, bigger, better Bam. everything. All right, sure. yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, I don't know, man. Where, where, where do we want to start today? Um, no name is back at it again. <laughs> man, I have, I have a kind of hate love relationship with no name. Mm. And like, like I, I, it's like sometimes I agree with her and sometimes I disagree because, like, we're on the same side. Definitely, don't get me wrong, right? I do. I do acknowledge that we need people like that. People that kind yeah, of, of course, out of definitely. call out anybody. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, and that's why that's why I have a love and hate relationship with her, but I respect her to the you know I respect her to death. Mm. This is somebody that has more courage than I probably will ever have yeah. and he's doing big things right since has been doing big things if you didn't know about it but yeah and uh like i said sometimes i disagree with her because she might sound a little too radical for me but <laughs> yeah. we are definitely on the same side every time <laughs> she's always on the side of black people she's always it doesn't matter where you're from she's on the side of black people and i love her i love her for that yeah. I respect her for that. And uh, recently, if you um, are not aware, um, her latest target, we know she went at J. Cole earlier for, you know, not speaking out when they're considered really the leader, the leading voices of our generations. And this time she's going at Beyonce and her filmmaker um, in an inflammatory tweet. Um, I'm going to try to find it so I can read it and we can kind of react to it. Um, let me see. Hmm. First, she started with, I wish Angela Davis get the love Beyonce get, which was kind of already a shade. Um, yeah. I can't even find that Beyonce tweet. Uh, I think I can find it somewhere. Yeah, if you can find it on the Instagram, I know you sent it in my DM. Yeah. So basically... He said, we love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism. Mm -hmm. Hope we remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are in, in, impacted by, by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. Mm, the way she worded it is so perfect, though. I feel like I, I haven't read the tweet before. I was ready to go off on her, but now I'm reading the bro, tweet. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that love, hate, and love relationship, this is the, like one of those days where it's, it's all love. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? I feel like this had to be said. Mm -hmm. like, Beyonce stand response. Somebody that was a quote unquote Beyonce stand, that's her handle on Twitter, say, Would you have liked it if the African looked poor and hungry? You saw African being themselves and being part of an amazing body of art and looking good at that. And you called it an aesthetic. The real Africa is what small huts and torn clothes and hungry looking children. Like she's asking, like, is that the real Africa to you? Um, she, 
Very so, so that that response is just uh, 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 first of all, I can never respect that response because it's not from an African, hmm. right? Okay, that's a local controversial I, because a lot of like Americans will say that they're American. Yeah, I feel African. like you you're on a pedal store trying to tell us what we look like. Hmm, you feel like it's you're a in your country trying to tell us that you saw Africans being themselves. Do you know what we are like? Mm, have you been to Africa? Have you been to Africa? Or is that what you think? Or is that the image you want of Africa? Or is that what you want to believe it is? Because I feel like, don't get me wrong, I don't agree with the image of Africa that's also portrayed as if we were poor and living in the jungle and, you know, everything over there is just Yeah, and everybody's hungry sad and hungry. And, and we always need help. I don't agree with that either. But it's not like we were just walking on gold and, you know, walking with, you know... Yeah, our, our continent has its fair share yeah. issues. So don't tell me you see Africans being themselves. That's not African being themselves. That's a portrayal of who you want your African roots, what you want your African roots to be like. And that is a portrayal using uh, uh, the culture of Africans. Africans that will never benefit from that thing. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. get why nobody sees this, right? Don't get me wrong. Beyonce is, a, is an amazing artist, a pillar of the African-American community. But when it comes to cultural appropriation, I will tell yeah. you, nobody is exempt. Yeah, I guess the, the nobody here, is exempt. To play the devil's advocate, I'll say the simple fact of Beyonce, you know, just showcasing the culture is already a look for our culture because usually we wouldn't be included in this type of conversation. So mm. I guess somebody will say just her using our, our culture is really showcasing it to the world and promoting it in a different light than is traditionally have been. Um, what do you, what do you think about that? What does that bring us? Mm, I mean, yeah, yeah. It doesn't that, bring that, that, anything tangible, but it does bring us. It more. doesn't bring anything to us. It's just you taking our culture putting it out in the world and making millions for it. What does that do or, or for maybe, us? Or maybe white people being less judgmental because now and, they, they're seeing a different image of Africa. Africa. And, and, and let me tell you, how is this different from when white people came to Africa and uh, stole all our artifacts and our, our traditional mm. stuff and mm. took it Speak to museums, it. took Speak it to their it. museums in their countries where they charge people to come and see it and they make money off of that? How is that different? Right? How is yeah. that different yeah. from that? You're so right. it's like it, it, nobody it, it is have really impacted, you know, people in Africa, but also it's yeah. because as a business I, I, person, I'm, I'm, tired I'm, people, I'm, I'm like tired of artists from like other, you know, uh, uh, developed countries that think because just because they're black, our culture is something that they can just come and take. You are a culture vulture too. You are part of the problem that you want to speak up about. It's just like that. You went there. It's not like you went there and like try to do something from like you. You love that African heritage so much. You love uh, uh, portraying it to the world so much, but you can't go back there and actually do something for 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 the people that are there. Yeah, please yeah, tell me yeah. how how that. that if it's makes a sense. big part of your inspiration and you know, of it, your, of it, your it, if if you were so true have, yeah. to that heritage, yeah. 
if you were so true to that heritage and this enlightenment is so true to you that you want to be connected to your to your to your race and your roots and your ancestry so why aren't you there helping those people why isn't this project really about the people there how yeah, are the and, people and the challenge there is benefiting also, from that another challenge that i see is like who do you pay for culture right <laughs> you know who, who, that's why you don't appropriate it yeah yeah <laughs> It's like which tribe do you identify, and then even when you identify your tribe, there's gonna be a hundred people coming forward saying, "I'm the I'm the I'm the owner of this culture." Like they, they don't own it, so it's it's kind of easier to steal because it's really intellectual and and shared uh, property. You don't gotta pay somebody to use the culture. You can go there and mm. like actually do something. Like let's say the proceeds go to like building. The proceeds of this movie that we're making go to building yeah, uh, a school. I like that. I like that. Or like yeah. roads or like things like that yes. in, in the village uh, f- where from the, the mass that we use, the horns mm-hmm. that we use, like help those people somehow. We don't got Disney back there. Those people don't have Disney. You use them. You use their horns, their mass, their tradition, and you pull it out for the world and you got million dollars, millions of dollars out of it they're not going to get anything, nothing, except the culture just being out there. And replicas are going to be made by companies like Wish, Alibaba, are going to make replicas of those, those that culture you just put out there, those masks. And those companies are going to profit. And the, the Africans are left for what with what? Nothing but our culture stolen. Again. As usual, yeah. <laughs> I would say the story repeats itself. <laughs> Again. And you think just because you bl- now nah, it works it works all the way. We come here as Africans and we gotta assimilate to the culture here. We gotta yeah. live like you guys. We gotta learn the rules here. We gotta do everything by these rules. But people feel like they can just go over there and take whatever they want, use it how, however they want, and justify it however they want. We yeah, are never in the conversation. I think we need to also be like more like proactive to are protecting it right it's like if you use something i don't know i'm, I'm just I'm, and I'm, this I'm, is what this is about right because i can tell you beyonce is veneered in like this country if that's even a word she's 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 yeah she's adored like, yeah I, right status, legend status. I, idolized right and nobody ever has the courage to go at beyonce if she does anything wrong nobody can ever call her out i've been saying this thing i remember for a while when now. she um i remember when she did a coachella performance and she kind of used a lot of symbols from Greek life. Yeah. She had a little bit of backlash, but still people shut it down quick because they were like, Yeah, exactly. She's just showing Greek life to the world. She's just making fraternity more popular, if anything. And But she did get a little bit of backlash. So it's interesting to see how in 2020, the climate so really in like, 2020, the climate is kind of different, right? Yeah. So I went online and I thought it was going to be per usual. Beehive, bullying everybody and like they're shutting that thing down <laughs> quick and everybody's on Beyonce's side. But... No, it's actually half, right? Out of all the three, some people were actually defending no name. And it's true. People are tired, bro. Like, everybody got to be held accountable the same way. The same exact way. Just like people will come for Nikan and for speaking wrongly about uh, Jewish people. It doesn't matter if he's black or not. People need, we need to hold everybody accountable for what they're doing. I've been talking about this for a while now, and I'm so glad to see that it's getting some traction. Yeah. 
I'm so glad to see that people are finally speaking out for like what is wrong. Like you cannot just because wake that, up. that means the next big artist that's gonna try to do something. And and, and to me, and please, you realize people, Africa, they're gonna make sure that their their base of coverage, which means they're gonna include you. Know, yeah, and, and to me, people that think you're gonna tell me, oh yeah, the the designer that she used was African. The the, the nah, bro, no. I don't care <laughs> if the designer that yeah, she used some, some came here user, the, the, had enough money to come here as an international student, grew up here or whatever, and is now almost American, and everything that you did went to them. I don't care. What is it doing for the people whose culture you're taking? The people on the continent, like No Name says. We don't care yeah, about yeah. the people here. We don't care if she, if she worked with Werner Boy or, you know, like... Yeah, I really, <laughs> I really don't care, so don't bring me that kid. argument. That argument is not valuable. You can work with all the artists you want, you see getting money out of it. I'm talking about the people whose mass, the people whose culture that is, the people whose tradition that is, the people to whom it means more than money. But don't you think she's a little more entitled to this culture than, uh, let's say, a white artist because she's literally, you know, a descendant of slaves that are originally from Africa? No, I believe in sharing culture right it may sound contradictory because of what i'm saying but i believe in sharing. (laughs) no what i'm saying is like contradictory because i was just saying cultural appropriation but i believe in sharing your culture right the right way Mm -hmm. like white people come to africa all the time i've seen white people in my native village come over there ask about rules pay you know, pay what they have to if people over there ask them for money for the the priests yeah, or for yeah, the prayers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. They pay, they do whatever they have to whenever they're interested about the culture, mm. right? If they, if they see a mass that they like, they'll pay the price, they'll do what they have to. If they tell them even you got to wash yourself in this type of water and like take this leaf and do this, they will do it just because they that that is interesting to them. I don't call that cultural appropriation. Mm. That is sharing culture. Right, yeah. we in 2020, the world is interconnected. We gotta be able to share because that's how the world moves forward. So I'm always sharing. What I don't like is vulture, the vulture culture, like just coming and taking and then making it something and justifying it. Like, yeah. do you realize like a that lot of people? A lot of people to use an analogy when Drake hop on a you know a new artist wave and then you never hear about the artist again. It's like exactly. no, invest in his music, sign him, or you know, instead of just doing the feature and then the look and just leaving, you know, what is it, what are you going to be? You're still going to be Drake, the big artist. What is that guy going to be in his community after he leaves? You know, make sure that because they, they, they created that movement because they created that hype, they kind of can support themselves and, you know, better the situation in the long term after you yeah. give them just that, that look, that feature. Yeah, you're not just exactly. Because you have like, yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm not saying, and you were right to answer your question. You were right. Uh, she is more entitled to to the culture than a white person would be because that's her ancestors. And I'm one. We we're gonna get that to that in a second. But I'm a I'm a give a little segue right right now. I'm one person that likes preaching about African Americans going back to Africa. That is one of my main goals in life. That is one of my main things yeah. that I think should happen. Going back to Africa, but in that I mean going back and doing your research and learning about the life there and seeing, being, getting invested in there. Like, if Beyonce wants A lot of things that I hear, just, just, just to put this in there, and a lot of time when I ask people what's holding you back, I heard um, security. I don't think, 
I don't think that's an excuse. I think you should find somebody who knows the place that you're going. Actually, the United um, States is way more dangerous than where I grew up. A lot more. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some not, place not, in Africa that you joke. can research that you can it's go. It's not and, a joke. This is the truth. You you can look at the death rate in Africa, kills by like you know neighborhoods and stuff like that compared to here. The, this place is way more dangerous yeah, than, some places than in, where yeah. we grew up. So it, there's bad it, places it, everywhere. Don't let that deter you from a life, a once in a lifetime opportunity. So yeah, I believe in sharing culture, but I believe in doing it the right way. Doing your research and making sure if you're going to share it and make money from it, the people who own the rights to it make the most. Yeah. You're using somebody's, you know, culture, tradition, passed down from their history, and you're making money off of it. And they're not making nothing. So they're not making anything. So please don't, don't like, it doesn't matter. And this is where it gets crazy to me. In the mm-hmm. whole discussion, in the whole discussion, Africans are not even involved. Do you notice that? It's just African-Americans and Americans between themselves just deciding if what Beyonce did was right or wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right, Africans are nice. like you come, you take our uh, our culture, use it, uh, and do all that, make money, and then when it comes to the discussion, like even what we think, yeah, about or, or you will think it will be Africans mostly in the comments. <laughs> Africans are in there too. Like if you look, we are. But I'm just saying, people are talking for us. People from here are talking for us. Mm. That's what I meant. Like I think I phrased that wrong, but yeah, that's what I meant. People from here are saying like that comment that you read, yeah, where yeah, that yeah. lady said. Uh, you see Africans being themselves. Yeah. No. No. You're not <laughs> African. No. No. Stop lying to yourself. If you actually did some research or went back to the continent, you will see what we were talking about. Yeah. You guys love portraying this king, queen type of stuff. But yes, we can get there, but we got to do the work. Yeah. It's and nice to, fair, to have... And to be fair, we, we definitely want to get there. We are definitely about unity. We're not trying to say Africans, we, we're better, we're the real generals or whatever. Hell to the... F- like, we hell no. Pardon my, the unity part. Pardon my English, but yes, hell no. That's not... That's definitely not what we're trying to say. Right? We, yeah, we're not about saying we're better than other people. I actually believe... I'll make this statement right now. I actually believe for the betterment of the black race... We all need to come together. Yeah, that's why I preach African Americans. Yes, yes, that's why I preach about African Americans going back to Africa, not just sitting here and imagining fictional stuff about what they want Africa to be like. Go back there. Yeah, kind of like uh, every you know how every Muslim has to go to the Mecca, right? Exactly. (laughs) It's like once in a lifetime you have to kind of save some money. You gotta go and go. that can actually take us to the segue of like the next, you know, topic. Like African Americans are the, 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 you know, what am I saying? But yeah, like uh, how you, you how you call it? I think that's like a topic for like uh, another time. Actually, African Americans going back uh, to Africa, going back to Africa. Yes, going yeah, back nice. to Africa and uh, you know visiting and learning about the culture there and seeing like African Americans that have gone back and stayed there. Right, mm, that's the topic yeah. that we I said. Think, I think I think that would be great to even have maybe find somebody. Yeah, that's the topic that we said we were going to talk about. I just yeah. got caught up and like almost <laughs> got into it. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, definitely, it's like we're all about unity and the black unity and all of that. But it gotta be just that unity. Yeah, it gotta be everybody. Right. 
that's what we're saying. We got to be careful and you got to go for everybody. Nobody is exempt from things like cultural appropriation or hurting other people. Mm-hmm. Nobody's exempt from that. And I've been saying that thing for so long. Like some people are just idolized so much that everything they do fly under the radar. And I can see, I can almost see people coming and that might be my last devil advocate argument. <laughs> I can already see people coming, but the other way around, we use, you know, the, the local Ivorian hip hop scene, the local French hip hop scene, um, which is really run by immigrants, so Africans. Um, and the, all these are, are using elements of hip hop that was created in the US. And, you know, it's not like they're doing stuff for the rapper in the US, but it's, it's the same reason why cultural appropriation don't work for white people is because you guys have more than Africans. So, you know, you don't really expect an African or people that are trying to emulate your rap style to really do something for Grandmaster P or, you know, Tupac or... And that's what I was yeah. going to ask you. Like, or Tupac is, Estate. Or, hip-hop you know. is a movement, right? It's mm-hmm. different from a culture. It's a movement. It's something that was created by, like... It, it happened from, like, a lot of different minds together. You can't say this one person started hip-hop. Mm, yeah. And, right? and, you know, some people say hip-hop has its roots even in African music. <laughs> yeah, of course, it does. Yeah. That's why it's a movement. And this is what I, w- I was going to say. You know, there's this phenomenon where some, when something starts taking place somewhere on the planet, somehow it takes place like at different, you know, at places different on the space p- at the same time. Man. Yeah, at the same time. All but it's not, like, it's not like the people are even in contact. I know there's like a name for that phenomenon. For that phenomenon. I'm just going to have to look it up later. But yeah. Yeah, I see exactly what you mean. It's like, yeah. So, when it like comes a, like to a natural, like a natural, a natural evolution of music, yeah, exactly. Popping. So when it comes to hip hop and those kind of things, it, it's different. I'm talking about showing people's masks, traditions, horns, things that they used to pray, and and things that represent their pride and their history. Mm. Showing it to the world in a fashion that you like, right? in a fashion that you like and think that people want to see. Not even that people like us want to see, not even that people that uh, whose mask you think you want to see, people that, you know, buy your, your CDs want to see. I'm yeah. not even mad at that. I'm not <laughs> even mad at that. I'm not oh, mad at that. Now, the part where those people are completely left off, left out, that's what I'm mad at. That's where that, that that's what I'm mad at because yeah. uh, that's what it is, bro. You go over there, you take people's things, you use it, and they get nothing for it. Yeah, man. The next big star that's doing anything and that's trying to, you know, you use some of that theme, scenery and aesthetic, like they say, you know, make sure you really go over there and you know, quote unquote, check in with the locals and and make sure you know they 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 benefit from this in the long run. Um, transitioning into um, a second segue, um, which is kind of related um, to traveling. Um, we were thinking as we we're closing the season to the reason why we did this podcast in the first place. And we we're talking about how we really um, want to, one of the main target audience, one of the reasons why we really feel like these voices needed to be heard is so that other immigrants, other people that are going through the same thing we went through, um, can really um, have a toolbox, a, a repository, an audio um, depository of the experience, 
and find voices they can relate to and hopefully benefit from. And yeah. that to that in, in that perspective, we were thinking of to wrap up to wrap up things, um, just things reflecting on our on our, on our experience as we've been to this country. We have very di- different experience, which is good. Um, and reflecting on things that we wish we knew before you know we emigrated to the US, before we came here as students and transitioned into residency. Um, things that just kind of every immigrant can relate. And if you're not an immigrant, you know, maybe there's something here you can learn. Um, but yeah, kind of like see little things and tips and things that we wish we knew, we think that will be very useful, especially these days with um, US, USCIS being so um, fragile and, 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 and people's situation and status being threatened. Um, I think it might be, you might find some peace of mind in those words, or you might find an advice that can help you get through. And that really is ultimately why we started um, to share on this platform. And, and it's not just, you know, um, it's not just the things we wish we knew before we got here, but also like when we first got here, right? The things that we learned from my experience. Yeah. Because we, we had to learn from experience and now we look back and it's like some stuff very simple we wish like, you know, somebody just told us and it would have probably made like a huge difference for us today. And yeah, just thinking back at those things, this is just about, you know, talking about our personal experience because we came here as immigrants, international students and I can say things don't always go as planned. <laughs> things will most likely not go as planned, you know. Everybody yeah. As a, as a, as a funny story or I, th- I think that's story. the first thing everybody like, go, first the, advice. <laughs> I think that would be the first advice. Things will not go as planned. Shit I know you, I know I know I know they told you the lawyer or whoever told you you come here, you do this and you go to school and you do that and you X and Y and you apply for Z and then you get sponsored and most likely <laughs> will not happen. Most likely will not happen. Yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know why this truth is not out there more often, but she, it is hard, right? It yeah, man. It is not easy. And allow, uh, allow, 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 allow yourself, you know, to really enjoy the journey and don't get too exactly. hard on yourself when things don't turn out the way you want. Just know that you're not alone. Not every, nobody's story is perfect. Nobody came here and, figured it out and had a smooth ride. Like, whether you're going to have it at the beginning or later, but there's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some kind of, you know, Definitely rocky road. Right. <laughs> and this is for, like, the, the this is mostly for people that like micromanaging and being, like, you know, in control all the time. Yeah. Because when that kind of things, when those kind of things happen, you might lose it. You might feel like right? the whole world is ending. Yeah. Because you're gonna lose control and you're gonna be like everything is crashing down and it's not. It's and it's just tough when life. everybody around you is a citizen and they don't have to worry about the same thing you have. But just know that's just part of your journey and that's just. Or even when other international happen. students like you are not going through the same thing. Through the same thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, situations differ. We come here with like different resources. All our parents do not have the same means and the same connections and resources. And we do not have the same backgrounds or the same, you know, mm-hmm. uh, education and stuff like that, even as an international student. So 
Like at the end and of the day, that would segue to our second advice, even. Yeah. Be, be yeah, mindful yeah. of that when you first get here. Be mindful of that. Um, and that advice for me is really like in, in a two part. The first part is you know when you hang out with people, you're a citizen. You're not. So just be aware of that when you go to parties. You do things, yeah. you have fun. By all means, I don't want you to miss out on your college years by, by being too too like, careful, yeah, too too like, too like, too, like a party too much in the bubble. Yeah, like you gotta leave, bro, because you're never gonna get that time back. Let's be real. Yeah, that's true. You start working, it's, it's life. You don't, you're never gonna get that time back, so you better enjoy it. But at the same time, you know you're living rent free. You know we know you can't work, so you're living rent free. Save some of that money. Start a credit card early to build a track record. Work on campus, I mean, even though other Americans may not need or they work outside of campus because it's more money. It's okay. Work on campus so that you can get a social early and kind of establish a track record. Do those yeah. things. And, you know, if at the end of the night people want to go and, you know, do some crazy stuff, maybe it's time for you to go home because you don't want to get caught up in situations. Do those things because you know you have a longer, you're playing the long game here. You're not just here for, you know, it's just a. Yeah. Yeah, you're, and, not, you're, and, not, you're not like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And as I've, as you've heard me say before, probably like on uh, other episodes of this podcast, is we as African, like not just as Africans, but as any international, international student coming here, there's like a lot of pressure on you. Your parents already sacrificed a lot for you to go study abroad. Yeah. Right? Pressure. When you're like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, the money is a lot of money that's being spent on you and things like that. So we have different type of standards. Like you say, you got to remember those kind of things. Do not get lost into thinking that you are a, a, a U.S. citizen or anything like that. I'm not saying Does don't mean have, you fun. Can have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can have fun. fun. You can yeah. you can do the same things. You can, you know, live a little thrill. Yeah. But yeah. just think, like in this situation, if she goes up, is this something I can get out of or am I going to lose or is, everything? Or is this something that's going to impact my record if I go to... Yeah, am I going to lose everything? I get into everything? a fight. I tell you, know, this guy talking smack at the club. Like, or, you know, like, yeah. Like, think about things like that. Yeah. And like we said, like you said, uh, get, get, get a job. It's really important. Try to, because I, I cannot guarantee every single international student that tries to get a job is going to. But try to get a job on campus because that's the only place you can get it. And later on, I can guarantee you, it's going to come back useful because having that social is going to make it easier for you. Like claiming taxes and things like that, building tax history, right? Mm-hmm. And, and building credit history when you get that credit card. It, it will help you in the long run. You have a longer credit, especially even if you don't plan it's on living here. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't plan on like, you know, Living here for the rest of your life, just having that, that's just having that credit power. I can tell you, is something that is yeah. Just having that credit power in the US might benefit you in your country. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. And 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 like you said, you live. This is a time where you you don't you don't really worry about rent and stuff like that because your parents are breaking their backs to do it, right? So use that money. Be smart about it. Be smart about your time. Yes, we're here for school, but it should not just start at, stop at school. Try to oh, yeah, build, try, try to build to, connections. Yeah, try to build connections because be I can tell stuff. you there's just go nothing, to class and go home. There's nothing more important than the connections you're going to make in college. Fact. That is a fact. Yes, you probably have more important friends. than your degree. 
<laughs> yeah, you have high school friends, you have all those. Let's be real. But in college is where people are based, it's where people decide their careers, it's where dreams start, it's where, it's where you're gonna meet real the dreams start. So, yeah, that kid that is in your class that's always into like computers and stuff like that, talk to him more. He might be the next Bill Gates. <laughs> that, that, yes, the, 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 the weirdo that is in the back of the class always, you know, mixing stuff and stuff like that. Talk to him more. He and that goes, that goes into another advice that I'm going to throw in there. Take your chances. Just because you're an international doesn't mean you can't be part of a business or you can't, you can't change the world or you can't affect big things. Don't, don't yep. think your status is limiting you. Think big like, as if you were home, you know? That is Go definitely something we wish somebody told us that as international students, we could actually start by building footprints for ourselves. Yes, sir. For, for the moment when we actually finish and try to do something subsequent, people Not already everything see is that. about money. Sometimes it's yeah. experience. Just people already see that we have some experience, we yeah. have connections, we have knowledge about some kind of stuff. Yeah. Like Because if you can't work, that's the only way you're going to build this experience too. Yeah. Being involved in projects and things outside of class. So... Go out there, be adventurous, but in the good way. Be curious about yeah, the right good things. trouble, like my man John Lewis would say. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, RIP, bro. Yeah, man. Good, good, good trouble for good sure. Good trouble for sure. Exactly. So for for the right things, right? Do be curious, be adventurous, be be open. I wish like I were more. Mm, be open. open. That's a good segue into the next advice. Be open. Yeah. Don't be, be too open. prideful. Be open, please. That is one thing. Because I came here as a real African, close, mm-hmm. thinking Speak on that it. I knew everything already with my traditions and the way that I was raised and everything. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not the guy that. I'm not the. You know, the guy. The guy that's just like a, the you poor, know, yeah. the poor kid that's hungry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not hungry parents, for your shit. My parents like, work hard, so yeah. I, I gotta have a certain standard. You're yeah. not back home anymore. But. <laughs> Exactly. You you in somebody else's country. You gotta be open, you gotta be humble. Mm, like there's always important. I don't care. I can't say that my parents like were rich and all that shit, but even if your parents are the richest and have government money or whatever, like we we like to say, there's parts in somebody else's country. There's yeah, parts where reach. your there, there's parts where your parents' money cannot reach. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, and I don't wait home where you can kind of talk to someone who knows someone. Yeah, and don't wait to learn that that lesson the hard way, right? Mm-hmm. I came here, I was already a little humble, so that didn't, you know, I didn't have to learn that the hard way. But I wish I were more and not more of an outgoing person because mm. I could have made more connections, more friends, and stuff like yep. that. Don't get, I do have friends, the right friends, the right kind of friends, mm-hmm. but connections are very important when you're in college. Thanks. Those Thanks. people, like nowadays we have LinkedIn, right? You're lucky we have LinkedIn nowadays. I wish <laughs> we have LinkedIn. Yeah. Use it. Use yeah. that power. Don't just go when to this party at Santa Clara or this party at Stanford just to yes. get leave. Add them on LinkedIn. Get to you know, you know, network. Don't just go to parties and 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 uh, you know have fun and. And I'm, I'm not saying don't have fun. Go have fun and, you know, enjoy yourself and stuff like that. But that's what everybody's there to do. Show them that fun. Now you got to give yourself a, a head start. Yes, everybody's sir. there to party and have fun. Now you give yourself a head start. Go out there and actually build connections. Mm. 
get to know somebody in that party that later on you don't know who they might become, right? Mm-hmm. Or like what they might show you or something that might be useful that they know. Mm-hmm. It's really important that your pride does not keep you from getting, getting as much knowledge as you can. And help. And help. Yeah. Help. Oh, help. yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, you, you know, don't be too prideful. Like, don't ask be for too, help when things are yeah, not going well. I, I guess that's, that's the next thing. Yeah, don't get too prideful. Ask for, ask for help, bro. Ask for help because I feel like... We when, know, we, trust me, we know how it is. <laughs> you know, we, we've been there. We know how it is where you just like, you don't want people to know what's going on. You know, you don't want to feel like... It's right. You're kind of saying like, yeah. It's right. And then later on from where I am today, I can tell you that looking back, I wish I wasn't so proud. Mm. I can tell you there's a lot of things where I've been different. I love my life right now. I have no regrets, but it's like, it could, you know, that's life. It can always be better. And yeah, yeah, yeah. what could be better is what I'm giving, you know, what we're talking about today. Yes, sir. Don't be too proud and ask for help. Ask for help. Just, you know, be open. You never ask know. For help. Don't be too proud. Somebody somewhere, somebody out there has something that can help you. Right? You cannot make it on your own. That's yeah, another thing. Yeah, 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 that's great. A great. That's a great. That's a great one too. You yeah, definitely you, will need for your. You just have to. You should. That's something you should be even understand because it's only because of your parents that you're here, right? <laughs> or your, or people that that really supported you. So yeah, just realize that even in life, you can't just. You can't make it on your own. You will need. Somebody, you cannot somebody. So when you get here, is that rule still applies? You cannot make it on your own. You right. will need people. It doesn't matter how organized, how smart, how intelligent, how well cultivated and educated you are. There will be something that is out of your reach. Yeah. And sometimes and things s- that you need, you, you know, you may think is, oh, maybe you talk about money or a job. No. Nope. It's like a friend on Thanksgiving when your family is not here. Somebody to open yep. for your birthday that can call yeah. you when, when you're just alone in your dorm room with roommates you don't know that don't care about your birthday. You know, and, and, and that, that's the, those little things that can make a huge, huge difference on your mental health. Because, you know, like I said, there's going to be a lot of obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely can uh, living in somebody else's country with their rules and everything like that. It takes adjustment. It takes courage. It takes, you know, patience and all that. So you, you, you definitely cannot do it on your own. The road is going to be really bumpy right like no matter how prepared you are and how you know much resources you have yeah things some things are just not going to be and i've seen out of your control like covid for example like things that's happening right now (laughs) yeah i've seen it and then others you know immigrants come here with money and they have it all money and status and everything and they just end up you know having to leave and not gaining anything from the experience just because that's what it was. Like, you have to make sure you take your time, enjoy the ride, mm-hmm. learn as much as you can. That is definitely the best time of your life. Yeah. It's an, and, and just, it's an opportunity to be here, bro. It's a blessing to be here, right? Like, our parents sacrificed so much to put us here. Not just us, but any immigrant that comes here, even if they're not sent by their parents, yeah. you see a lot of sacrifice put in that. Because you had you to, you had to be in order to be here. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, you see, think about that. <laughs> a lot of thoughts still went into it. You yeah. see how to leave everything you know behind. You mm-hmm. see how to make that sacrifice. So w- when you get here, it's really important that you make the best out of it. And yeah. these things that we're saying right now are the best way for you to make the best out of it. Yes, sir. And that's, that's those are the things we wish we knew. If we could talk yeah, to our former definitely. selves. Um, when, we, when, we, when we first got here. Um, oh, man. Ten episodes. Um, looking back, any, any, any insights? What else? Do you have any, any other topics you want to talk about? What's going man, on? Man, you know there's always topics to talk about, but we go... You know, yeah, we're gonna regroup and we're gonna. We definitely got, like I said, some exciting content that we're working on that we can't wait to announce just yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, we're planning on going on live um next Friday. Uh, yeah, we gave a date, right? I think it was August seventh. Was yep. it August seventh? Yeah. yeah. So catch us. Um, we'll be reflecting on some of the past episodes of this season, like I said, um, and also answering questions. Um, and maybe revealing some of that exciting content we got coming up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been so great, bro. This has been, like, a growth process and, like, uh, a great experience, a great journey, just starting something from scratch and just mm-hmm. putting our voices out there and, like, yeah. staying consistent with it, you know, and just not, not taking it as a joke, right? <laughs> yeah, taking it seriously, yeah. And being serious about it and actually talking about things that really – Marriage was things, yeah. things, things that touched our hearts, and you know, just doing our best to 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 help with whatever we can. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm just so thankful that we, we we were able to do this. And like, even if it's like you know, one person that listens to it, to me, it's like just the fact that we we make this thing right that we put out we put out out there somehow it's you know it still makes a difference right it does it and, does uh, it's, very, it's very it's very rewarding honestly yeah and it, it's just it's just it was just it's just a great that uh, was it is still just a great experience yeah. right and, yeah. uh, a fantastic thing you know fantastic feeling to just be able to do this with like you know everybody people that listen to us and followers and stuff like that our guests and our friends yeah. and talk it, it, it's it's been dope and we hope to keep doing this and like you know just get better and bigger and like be able to affect and bring like more change mm, right and affect more people and help even more through you know the power of our voices and our platform this mm. platform that we created so if anybody ever asks themselves what is the goal of this thing that is the goal like the ultimate goal is to get to a level where we can actually use this to to affect affect multiple mm. people, right? And touch multiple people. Because exactly. to me, that's what matters. I believe if whatever I think can help anybody anywhere, like this is like this is like a this is like a good time. This is like a great way to do it. If whatever I feel I, I'm thinking can I feel like you know I can help somebody with the way that I'm thinking, mm. this is like a great way to do it. And ultimately we want to be able to touch more people. We want to be able to, to, to share more light and, like, you know, put more opinions out there. Just This is, this, this is like, for educational and all kinds of purposes. <laughs> of course, entertainment, all of that. Yeah. So... Any music uh, pick? Man, 
I'm telling you, just I'm never ready for this moment. <laughs> I got I got this this new artist that I just found out. Um, he's French. If into uh, French music and electronic music, this dope guy. He mixed kind of like trap and electronic and um, yeah, hip hop and electronic is pretty dope. His name is Gumby. The album is called La Vie est Belle, um, which is like a famous French saying, La Vie est Belle. Um, and that's his debut album. Go check him out. Super dope. Um, yeah. Uh, Man, what you be listening to lately? Shit. Doesn't um, have to be some new, it could be some old. Classic joint. No, no, I got, I got, I got, yeah, this guy called uh, D Smoke. Ooh, Z Smoke, yeah. Yeah. Netflix uh, hip hop show. <laughs> yeah, he has like, uh, he has like this dope song, Gasta, Gangster Yenga. Mm. That's the title. I think it's with Snoop Dogg, and it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. he goes, right? My man, <laughs> yeah, my man goes. He switches from English to Spanish and all that. He's, he's good. Yes, so sir. check him out. This smoke is really dope. Check him out. Hey, that was episode 10. We did it again. Um, thanks, everybody. It's been an amazing journey. Stay on the lookout for season two. Um, and uh, yeah, man, just, just, just blessed and thankful for this opportunity. And uh, um, yeah, can't, can't, can't really thank you guys enough. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. You guys have a great week, um, and uh, we'll see you guys um, on the live next Friday. And uh, stay tuned for some more Griot's exclusive content. The band. I wanted to read one last thing to you. It's actually something a good friend had wrote describing my world. It says, the caterpillar is a prisoner to the streets that conceived it. Its only job is to eat or consume everything around it in order to protect itself from this mad city. While consuming this environment, the caterpillar begins to notice ways to survive. One thing it notices is how much the world shuns him but praises the butterfly. The butterfly represents the talent, the thoughtfulness, and the beauty within the caterpillar. But having a harsh outlook on life, the caterpillar sees the butterfly as weak and figures out a way to pimp it to his own benefits. Already surrounded by this mad city, the caterpillar goes to work on the cocoon which institutionalizes him. He can no longer see past his own thoughts. He's trapped. While trapped inside these walls, certain ideas take root, such as going home and bringing back new concepts to this mad city. The result? Wings begin to emerge, breaking the cycle of feeling stagnant. Finally free, the butterfly sheds light on situations that the caterpillar never considered, ending the internal struggle. Although the butterfly and caterpillar are completely different, they are one and the same. What's your perspective on that? Pop. Pop.